go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. That sample you just heard was The End of All We Know by Bleed From Within, who I've got on the show with me right now. We've got a new album called Fracture, which released via Century Media Records on May 29th. Right now, I'm being joined by Ali to share some stories about the music and share more info about what the boys have got going on. So, Ali, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, absolutely great to have you on. Let's go listen back to that track, The End of All We Know.
I come back from the track, The End of All We Know, which evidently you guys wrote this track about coronavirus. <laughs> um, this this track and the track we released, uh, Into Nothing, seem to be more relevant than ever, I think. Um, as this pandemic started to unfold, we sort of realised that... Um, yeah, this is uh, the songs have taken a whole new meaning, and hopefully people can relate to them maybe more than they would have done if they weren't um, locked in the house under quarantine. So yeah, it's been quite a an interesting turn of events. Yeah, now I'm curious. Something that you mentioned was that the songs taken on a whole new meaning. So I guess my first question is, what was the original meaning, at least for the end of all we know? Well, you know, I, I, I say it tongue-in-cheek that they've taken on a whole new meaning just because of the virus, the end of all we know, people locked in the house, a lot of people have never experienced something like this in their lifetime, so I guess, you know, in that sense, on face value, um, that's maybe what you take from it, but the end of all we know is really just a, a starting point for us. Uh, a lot of the imagery was a snake shedding skin, the idea of changing from one thing to another. We'd used snake imagery throughout the year and throughout the era campaign, uh, the snake was always scaled. This was the idea of something moving forward um, and evolving. Uh, so, yeah, the end of all we know is just a, a song about change and moving forward and probably the most positive or uplifting track that uh, we've ever recorded as a band, really. You know, our last release and probably the last two releases were a, a big fuck you to the world. This one, this album still has elements of that, but we um, we have a lot more positivity surrounding us now. This is the first album we haven't had a lineup change. Uh, we're a tighter unit than we ever have been, and the future is looking pretty good. So, yeah, we, we came from a, a much more positive place when putting this together. So the end of all we know is the end of the shite and the start of the good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it's something that I think, or I, I guess a question perhaps is, why do you think that is? You mentioned, you know, um, got more positivity around you guys. There's no lineup change. It's almost like which came first, the chicken or the egg, the positivity or the no lineup change? Well, as I mentioned, I think our previous albums were our previous albums were very much uh, a big fuck you to the music industry and the people that had forgotten about us during our indefinite hiatus, which went on for about five years. Um, you know, a lot of people turned their back on us and didn't think we we're going to be relevant anymore or didn't have it in us to come back and produce music that was going to go anywhere. And the success of the first single from this album is a fuck you to them. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, uh, I think just all in our personal lives, we're all in a, a better place than we maybe were before. Uh, everyone's feeling pretty settled. We're working better than we have done uh, not that there was ever a problem with how we worked. We've always been like a, a band of brothers. We, we grew up together and stuff. But uh, yeah, man, it's um, I don't know. There's just a lot of a lot of different elements in play here, and all of them pretty positive. Well, very cool. And speaking of that popularity, the last time I checked, there was 3.5 million streams of this track on Spotify. Yeah, that's that's fucking nuts. <laughs> Now, I kind of a, maybe a group question. First question is like, well, how does that feel? You just mentioned it's nuts, and then the second question, I guess, is why do you think that is? Um. Well, how does it feel? That kind of response to anything that we release is mad. Uh, you never. We're not striving for to be 
to have the most plays on Spotify. You don't, when you're writing the song in the room with the guys, you're not thinking, oh, this is the hit or whatever. You kind of put it out to the world and you just see how people take to it. So that kind of response is very humbling and it's a, it's a great thing to see. And it means a lot, do you know what I mean? Everyone that's heard the song and reached out, then cheers to you. Um, that goes a long way with us. Um, and I guess the... Uh, I guess I think it just came at a good time, you know, Blade From Within. The last album, Era, was released in 2018. We've had a solid couple of years of touring. Uh, Lamb of Gods, Azalea Dying of Mice and Men, some really good festival slots. Um, so, yeah, I think it just felt like we were on a good sort of trajectory, you know, um, and where we were going and the song just dropped at the right time and it just seemed to have, I guess it resonated with a lot of people. We've had the backing of Spotify, which is pretty cool. Um, they've kept us on the Kick-Ass Metal playlist, which, as far as I'm aware, is the biggest metal playlist on the planet right now on any DSP. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got a fan there. I mean, I don't know, someone that likes Bleed From Within works in that office and they, they keep us <laughs> high at the, at the top of that list. So we've got a lot of new fans that would maybe go on to that playlist to hear the latest Slipknot track or the Trivium track or whatever, and we're sort of in the middle of all them at the moment and uh, yeah we're, we're getting a lot of new listeners and a lot of people coming to us on our social media and saying holy shit just saw you guys on Spotify this is amazing so yeah just it came along at a good time and it's cool to watch it grow yeah absolutely now for those out there who want to check out the music video for the track can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca now let's go listen to the next track Into Nothing
track into nothing which oddly enough both tracks are great but i like this one even better because of the stupid sick groove that you guys have got going on and like i don't even know what to call that thing other than when you guys locked in with that it must have been euphoric uh i we actually we wrote this song it was uh i would call it swagger by the way that's what we would it has some serious swagger <laughs> Um, but um, I we, we put this together um, we had some off time in summer last year and we hired a cabin in the Netherlands and we were just sitting having some beers and Gunzi was doing some demos and he just sort of he started it off with the ringing out guitars and then sort of punched this drum beat into place and as soon as it kicked in we were just like what the fuck is that you know like this, <laughs> this is this is going to go somewhere, that's that's dark, that's evil. And we sort of knew by that point that we had the first single sorted. And as soon as we heard this groove, that cemented its place as the second single from the album, really, just to kind of show a bit of dynamic. And we haven't really released a song like that um, at that kind of tempo before or that pace. Um, and I, it's just, like I said, it's got swagger. It's just a mean, dirty, groovy song. I'm paying homage to old Vinnie Paul, R.I.P., uh, it's just got that kind of swing to it, so yeah, it's a really fun track to play. Yeah, absolutely. Now, somebody mentioned, was it something you guys don't typically do? Do we see anything else like this on the album Fracture? Um, there's a lot of things that we've never done before that are on this album. Uh, I've had a couple of people ask if that's something we do intentionally. It's it's never an intentional part of our writing process. I find that we've just all kind of matured, and what we listen to outside of the band has obviously had an impact, but. Um, I don't know. There's a we we're experimenting with some different tempos and different grooves, and the whole album is quite varied in that sense. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything like exactly like into nothing, but there's definitely some intriguing grooves in there. 
for people. Yeah, very cool. Now, for those who dug the track into nothing and would like to check out the music video, you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. Now, something I noticed between these two music videos that it seems to be in line with the single artwork and seems to be in line with the album artwork is the color red. Yes. So take us through... Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to want me to explain why? <laughs> if you please, when we, both music videos have a red tinge to them. The single artwork has a red tinge. The album is red. Yeah, I, man, to be honest, we have had, our last two albums were very dark in color. The base color was black. The highlights were, um, highlights were kind of in gold and silver and gray. And this was a theme that we'd stuck with for, well, Uprising was 2013 and Era came out in 2018 so by the time this comes around it's, uh, you know, nine years or whatever, eight, nine years and just to change it up and change the base colour we wanted to go with something having the name Bleed From Within red seemed fitting and it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sign it's something that catches your eye and it's, we wanted to grab people's attention with this album this is our most accomplished work to date, and ah, it's fucking it's dangerous, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Now, speaking of dangerous, for those who love the two tracks, the end of all we know and into nothing, we'll be super excited to know that on May 29th comes a full album called Fracture via Central Media Records. Now, something you kind of mentioned was that there's quite a few changes to the record, uh, more positivity. You guys are tighter than ever. So, I mean, I guess take us through the record and these two tracks. Specifically, is this essentially what we should expect when we pick it up? Um, I don't think these two tracks really give much away from the rest of the album, to be honest. There's a lot on there that, you know, we've let some of our close friends hear it and some of our some really close friends and a couple of fans as well that we're, we're good mates with. Um, we've kind of sent in the album and said, what do you think? And... The second track is called Pathfinder. That's not a single at the moment. It might be later down the line, but this that's really a wake-up call for people as well because, you know, the first track is the end of all we know. A lot of people will have heard that already, so we wanted to sort of hit people in the face with another strong track. So track two is a personal favourite, and there's some stuff in there that is pretty disgusting, to be honest with you. Pretty filthy. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's, there's just a lot on it. We've, we've really... It's probably the most honest, probably the most creative. Uh, we've been in in the studio, and it it reflects through the music. You know, it's a very it's a very honest album. We were sort of putting it all on the line and just kind of going for it. It's got some experimental parts, and but at the end of the day, it's it's a fucking solid metal album as well. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, you're in a heavy music man, you're gonna fucking love it. That's it. <laughs> No fractures there. It's a solid... Uh... No, not at all. Uh... <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Now, typically we'd be chatting about all the summer stuff coming up, which is just getting canceled left and right. So I guess my next question is, is there anything that I missed that maybe you wanted to chat about? Um, yeah, it was, obviously it's a hard time for everyone in the music industry at the moment. We had a, a tour that was meant to be starting next week that was going to last for about five and a half weeks. We had a... Really cool summer lined up. Um, uh, that's obviously all in the fucking bin now. So there's not really, you know, our, our album's coming out. We're going to drop a couple more singles before the release. Um, 
it's all about just trying to find ways to engage with our fans now and sort of old fans, old and new, just reaching out to them and letting them know that their support is fucking greatly appreciated and just seeing what people think of the album, really. You know, we want to do a couple of... We might get a couple of sort of full-streamed gigs that we've done in the past, get the footage from festivals and stuff, upload them to our YouTube channel. There's talks of maybe doing a live show and streaming it. Um, you know, just whatever we can to engage with people whilst everyone's locked in their house, basically. All right. Well, Ali, thank you so much, then, for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Amazing. Thanks for having me, man. Should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.